0: Guys, how you doing? JP Sarikolia here, and welcome to another episode of H of Heroes, uh, my podcast. Uh, welcome uh, to those who are listening through the different platforms iTunes, Teachers, Spreaker, Castbox, TuneIn, Spotify, um, uh, Google Podcasts, any of those uh, platforms. Welcome, but also those who are watching this video on YouTube. Thank you for your support. Thank you for taking the time to watch the video. Uh, to listen to the podcast, and to support this channel in any way possible. Now, today I want to uh, really talk about uh, uh, CES, uh, Consumer Electronics Show, that just happened last week in Las Vegas, Nevada. The, year, the annual uh, show where uh, a lot of the companies, big companies, they come and they bring their technology and their projects and what is to come. And there's a lot of great news, but also a lot of useless stuff that normally is not going to see the light of day, but definitely is good to see how the technology is evolving and how things are improving. And definitely it really uh, it's good news for people like me, like you, like we are geeks that we love this culture of gaming, for example. I think it's a big part of it. A lot of electronics are geared towards gaming and definitely there was a big press there were a lot of announcements. A lot, also a lot of. Um uh some hints that things are that are coming around you know this year within this year and also next year and the years to come so i want to concentrate on this podcast talking about that because there's a lot of great news and definitely a lot of interesting news for gamers like myself for gamers like you now the first news that really uh were interesting uh it was in regards to uh sony in regards to the playstation 5 uh there was a in the sony presentation at ces uh the president of of, in this case, PlayStation. Jim Ryan, um, of course, he was there. He there was a, a he he had a moment where he was talking about, of course, the 25th anniversary of the PlayStation brand. Uh, of course, now we are 25 years since the release of the original PlayStation. So it's been a long time, and uh, I've been part of the pretty much from the process of PlayStation, from the original PlayStation One, which I'm a big fan of, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four now, and of course, they reveal the upcoming project and it's going to be playstation 5 which a lot of people were like you know you, you go on online a lot of people are talking about that they they're kind of disappointed because of the name because they they win the easy route just to put a playstation 5 which i don't have a problem with because the playstation has been a pretty much a name in the industry for years it's, it's a stable there's stability in the name Uh, Just to think about PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, 3, 4, and now 5, I don't think that it's necessary to change the name. But definitely in that presentation that we're talking about the numbers which are staggering are great numbers for PlayStation they are the ones that are holding the market right now they have sold over 104 million units worldwide which is a great accomplishment they have sold over 1.15 billion games on the platform they have 5 million PlayStation VR uh, units worldwide sold which it's not i would say a great number in comparison to the big number of users of PlayStation but definitely still a big number in sales they have pushed for the technology they have 103 million active users which is a big number it's a staggering number and they have uh, 38.8 million uh, ps plus subscribers which is also a big number so definitely Right now, PlayStation, it's a really in a good positioning, in a good position to really dictate what the next generation of gaming is going to be, and definitely they know that and they playing with that. Now, of course, they introduced the logo, people weren't happy about it, uh, but th- I don't see the point uh, of complaining about it because I think it's something that is stable from the beginning. You know, PlayStation has been stable from the beginning. It, every iteration of PlayStation have been has been a improvement over the past generation. So of course, the PlayStation One was fantastic but PlayStation 2 was an improvement over the PlayStation 1. The PlayStation uh, 3 was an improvement over the PlayStation 2 and of course PlayStation 4 and, and so forth. I, so it is important that we maintain that while other companies like Xbox has evolved or they're pretty much the beginning of the Xbox, the regular Xbox into the Xbox 360 and then of course into the Xbox One and the Xbox One X. So there's been an evolution also uh, and the Nintendo has been pretty much at, at different roads at some point. Uh, you come to think of it, from the moment the PlayStation was introduced in the market we have seen and um, to this moment That we have seen All these different Iterations of PlayStation Nintendo has produced So many different Versions of variations Of different uh, consoles You know We had Originally The Nintendo 64 Then we have The GameCube Then we have The Wii And the Wii U Which was actually a, a improvement A step up of, it, of the Wii And now we have The Nintendo Switch So we have seen This different evolution And different tactics And trying new things But PlayStation has Remained steady In that process So Uh um, um, I'm all for it now. We know according to this in this um, uh, the showcase they talk about that it's coming with 3d audio sound It has haptics adapted triggers Which is something that we have seen before with other companies producing primarily for I would say the Xbox the ability that you can change your triggers You can change your button layout. You can do all sort of things You can do that on the from the box. You don't have to go through a third party to purchase a different controller You can do it from there. It comes with ultra high it, speed a SD which is something that it is good news um and it's something that we know that it's going to happen also with the Xbox uh Series X but definitely it's going to have the faster loading times uh, and the technology is there we know that uh, uh, AMD is working on on what they're going to do on the CPU GPU so it has a more advanced system it's going to be really advanced and and definitely it's definitely up there and it's going to compete with the Xbox or Series X now we know it comes it, we have the hardware based race tracing which is phenomenal it's something that some games are improving something that we have seen on the other side of the the pc you had seen uh, of this systems and of course an expensive hardware uh, but the ability to really see the lighting effects which is something so important that we have seen some games introduce that games like battlefield 5 on the pc you have all this and and of course we also have ultra hd blu-ray with something that functionality that a lot of people were asking you know people wanted a 4k player uh, for quite some time on in this case on the pay in the PlayStation 4 which never happened which was strange so a lot of the things that were asked for uh, has been asked for uh, for the, the PlayStation 4 they're gonna appear on the PlayStation 5 so I think it's good that this is what's happening and uh, there's a, there's an improvement uh, we't do know, know yet in regards to backwards compatibility uh, we know there's going to be some sort of that uh, but very likely it's going to happen. A lot of the PlayStation 4 games are gonna be playable on PlayStation 5. Uh, but we don't know beyond that What's going to happen with PlayStation 3 or PlayStation 2 Or PlayStation 1 There's been a lot of speculation in regards to it There's a lot of uh, places that are talking about it But up to this point there's no uh, Concise message We know that we're going to get more information In the months to come uh, they were saying very soon we're going to get more reveals This was just a, a small reveal That technically was not geared towards gamers But primarily towards investors And the pretty much the, the Analysts of the industry because that's what ces is all about in regard so the people the companies the the investors and people to know where what the companies are heading or what kind of technology they're applying but we're going to see more information from playstation at some point in in this case from the message that gamers want to hear so um definitely there's a lot of uh, right now knowns in regards to it everything seems cool and dandy they really didn't showcase as much as i would say xbox has done but definitely there are things there now a lot of people are saying what's going to be the difference between the xbox series x which is going to be a more powerful a much more powerful machine but in the end a lot of the technology is going to be applied it's, it's going to be on the on the side of implementation rather than hardware so um uh, you might have that even today up to this day you know xbox one and the uh, xbox one x and you have the playstation 4 pro the xbox one x is more powerful than the playstation uh, 4 pro you know there's no doubt about it but in the implementation they're very very similar and ultimately people love playstation because the environment of the playstation and because of the pretty much the network they have created over the years and 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 the faithfulness of the in this case the consumers towards the brand and the fact that that people feel comfortable coming to play to play on the playstation i play on the playstation i love the playstation so i do believe that um it's going to be more uh, the 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 line between those two is going to be blurred at some point and it's more about the networking it's more about what is included in the system and definitely this are beyond just gaming machines they are pretty much entertainment centers so so definitely that's what really it it goes it boils down to that it's how what do you give in the end that is really enticing for the the fan base and for the consumers now, with Xbox uh, Series X, even though Microsoft was not really present for, you know, in this case at CES for uh, to present anything uh, related to Xbox, uh, we got a lot of news this week in regards to it. The president, Phil Spencer, uh, of course he, he, he tweeted an image, his photograph is of the new uh, silicone, in this case the Project Scarlett new uh, GPU hardware CPU stuff uh, the new chip that they're going to use it had been actually AMD in the presentation, uh, the AMD has been working closely with Playstation but also closely with uh, Xbox and is developing the, pretty much the in this case the power, that, the, the, what's going to be inside these machines, the GPU system that's going to be in, inside these machines so um, definitely we'll we know uh, that this machine is going to be more powerful. Now, in the 2019 Game Awards, which happened a month ago, of course they press, uh, they uh, showcase. Uh, Phil Spencer went to the pretty much certain stage, showcase, and we had a trailer showcase this new Xbox Series X. Uh, that is uh, a definitely a totally different approach to what they have done in the past. It is a more, is the most powerful console in history. It's a CPU and GPU uh, that are developed by the AMD and it's, going, it's based on the world first seven uh, nanomite uh, GPU architecture that right now AMD is uh, pretty much developing and creating and uh, not only for this new system, this new generation of gaming consoles, but also for PC. So definitely it comes with power, this is power. This machine is really, uh, really, really powerful. Uh, and not only that, it's a different, a more uh, tower design, totally different. It looks like a PC. And and it's different. It's it's similar to you know, it's similar to that, and it doesn't look like your classic average. uh, In this case, I would say game console that has always been more like laying flat, and it's just definitely more like a rectangle. This is more like kind of like a box, but like a rectangle but standing up it's a tower design and it's interesting there's a lot of speculation right now among a lot of people involved in the industry a lot of you know in this case tech savvies that are really trying to figure it out how this is going to operate uh because people are looking if you want to have a powerful cpu gpu then definitely you need a great cooling system but um honestly There's not much that we know so far, but we'll get to know more as as time progresses. We know that this is coming out uh, on the holiday of 2020, so it's going to be a very interesting end of the year. You're going to have the PlayStation 5, you're going to have the Xbox uh, Series X. Now, it is important to take note that the Xbox Series X is not going to have any exclusive games at launch, Uh, and this is going to happen, perhaps, uh, according to this, within the first year of the, the. Two, first two years of the console, which is really uh, interesting and at the same time strange because it's not something that we get to see as much um, in any traditional way of the way the you know releases are done in the gaming industry. Every single console that comes out always comes with exclusives. That's just bottom line. That's what really prompts people to purchase. Uh, but because of the way this generation of gaming, uh, of this past generation was built upon, and because we're technically moving really fast from one generation to the other, um, right now, you know, there's a a determined for a lot of people to really go into the next thing because they just purchased perhaps just the newer systems and they don't wanna jump into something different. So they're gonna be stuck in that. And according, they're saying that what they're trying to do is keep up the, in this case, the the, the community that they already built upon this different systems. I want people still playing those systems. Uh, However, this also, it's seen by other people as not really the right approach because there is no, you know, like everything else, you need to have the carrot in front of you to really push it to purchase the next best thing however if there's no exclusives there's nothing that really prompts you to do that so it's kind of strange approach of what they're trying to accomplish with this and this was an interview with matt booty was he was asked for it matt booty who is the head of xbox game studios so we we know there are games like halo infinite that are actually uh, produced in, with xbox series in mind but many of these games are produced now for the next generation also going to be, be able you're going to be able to play them on, on this generation the current generation not the next generation so uh... course you're not going to get the same benefits of loading times of better fidelity and all those things that are offered with the newer systems but definitely it's definitely kind of strange and it's something that i'm not necessarily too keen about it or um that i personally i don't know how this is going to unfold i think xbox series x has the upper hand right now at least on the technical aspect on the spec aspect and and they could just have a, I would say, a killer punch by just introducing those exclusives uh, that will make people jump, I would say ship. From Sony uh, From the PlayStation To this Because even though I love the PlayStation There are a lot of things That I dislike about the PlayStation One of them is the fact That there was In the PlayStation 4 There was no real Backward compatibility Yes, their games are sold their PlayStation 2 they're, they're transferred to this And you can buy digitally But they're not the same thing And the catalog of the PlayStation 2 Was extremely large And the catalog of the PlayStation 3 Extremely large Now, the Xbox Series uh, uh, e- Xbox One Has done a much better job Transferring a lot of those Xbox 360 games There's a lot of g- games on the Xbox 360 lineup, they are playable on the Xbox One and uh, and and Xbox games as well. And we know, as he has promised, Xbox Series X will be compatible with the entire lineup of the Xbox games, starting from the the original Xbox, which a lot of people are in enti- you know enticed to. You know, it definitely is some good news. And I will, people would say, well, why do we want to go back and replay old games? And at the and at the end of the day, it's all about nostalgia. You know, people want to have everything on one single uh, one single machine. You know, you have multiple machines you are have limited space you want to be able to relive the past and live all those past and play all those older games even in new hardware and uh, and with you know even now for the newer TV so you want to be able to play this with the you know modern times you have to think of the modern sensibilities but also you have to think about uh, the hardware and the space and limitations so definitely I feel that Xbox series It's going to, of course, we know it's going to be a much better system, but we don't know, I personally don't know if it's totally um, uh, what their approach and their approach to this system, uh, particularly with the lineup of games are coming, is the right approach. I think they should push, and definitely they are, uh, you know, they're trailing behind uh, PlayStation in this generation, and they should assume that. You know, you are losing, so might as well just move on to the next thing. Uh, You have to push towards the I would say towards uh, taking the market at, at least uh, at lunch. and I feel that that's something that probably they're gonna have to rethink. And you know Xbox has done that in the past. i was making decisions and they have changed their perspective and they changed things uh, based on uh, on I would say consumer feedback. But we'll see just we still had a, this long year to go until the holiday season to really know how things are going to unfold. but definitely the Xbox series X looks promising from the technical standpoint but definitely it needs the cherry on top, which is adding the exclusive games. We also had some news uh, in regards to the Nintendo Switch Pro. Now, the Nintendo Switch Pro, of course, you know they were not there, Nintendo was not at CES, there was no presentation for them, but we had, of course, as usual, we get all the, the news and stuff, and there's been a lot of speculation. Nintendo right now, it's in a good place in the industry. People are excited for the Switch. Um, there Every month there's new reveals of games up that are coming to the system. Also, new um, older games are ported now to this. And games are actually uh, played in the in the counterparts, like the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox One. They actually are having ports into the Switch, which definitely makes people excited because this is designed with a portable idea in mind. It's about portability. And uh, the Switch now it's going to have the Switch Pro, which, uh, well, this has been the speculation so far, uh, based on some reports, uh, reports from Digitimes uh, and Destructoid, which are uh, websites that really uh, really oversee, and uh, they're paying attention to what's happening. They have they pretty much uh, create news, or they make news, or they follow the news uh, for anything related with gaming. And uh, an analyst by the name of Do- uh, Dr. Serkan Toto, uh, he predicted, and he has made this prediction, Predictions before he predicted that the Nintendo Nintendo is going to release a pro version, a revised version, a more powerful version. Uh, pretty much uh, around summertime this year, it's going to have an updated CPU, which is going to make it a faster, better for loading for all the things that think better f- fidelity. It's going to be for It has going to have 4K support. It's going to come with a magnesium alloy body, so it's going to be more sturdy, uh, more I would say premium in design. It's going to have a bigger cartridge size and according to his prediction it's going to be around $400 so for the longest time we always have this idea from the beginning of the original Nintendo Switch there was always the idea of a that at some point we'll have a pro version of this which is not really uh, I would say far-fetched because Nintendo has been known always for really revising uh, its systems and really creating different versions of it. It did it with the uh, in this case with the DS you have the DS light the S through the 3ds so many different versions uh, and also have done it with other systems like the, the this case the Wii you have different versions of the Wii I'm not necessarily so much with the GameCube But uh, you know they know that you have to create that we also did that with the switch now we all uh, have a switch and the switch light Uh, but definitely a more premium thing will be a welcome addition. And I want to think, for example, I haven't really jumped into the switch yet because I was waiting for this announcement. I wanted a pro from the get go, something as powerful. and uh, the light is a great, I would say, um, I, it's a great idea. It's a, it's a great concept. And definitely it's, a, it's good for those that they, they can have it. I know some people, uh, they might be on a budget and you might not be able to afford, the, in this case, the original, the normal switch. Some people, they like to travel. They want something to play while they're traveling, while they're commuting. So that, there is the moment. That is actually the system that plays well in, with, with those type of consumers. But I'm the type of person that I want more power. I'm just low power. So I feel that the Switch Pro was something that I was waiting for a reveal last year and it didn't happen. It was the light and was a bit of a disappointment. But definitely I feel that it is time for that. And it makes sense because as we know, as the newer consoles are coming, That come with more power. Uh, In order for maintain longevity, in this case for Nintendo, for maintain this consumer base, and maintain these customers happy, you have to add more. I would say more things to your system that attracts people to maintain that. And and definitely, they do have a a, an upper hand right now in comparison to to uh, with other companies in comparison to what they do with mobile systems. It is a mobile system. It is a tablet in many ways that you can carry with you and you can play so many games, particularly. That you can get exclusive nintendo games and i feel that they have the upper hand now it would be nice it can support 4k support the the people that are on the know they're talking about is going to have a much better uh specs when it comes about the screen uh, with better resolution which is definitely a welcome addition as i get older i definitely prefer better better resolution on the screens uh because i you know it's just I just age thing I suppose we need to see better uh, but definitely will be nice to see that and definitely that will uh, really give more room for the Nintendo Switch to continue on regardless of what PlayStation does regardless what Xbox does uh, definitely we need that and Nintendo presence is important in the market and definitely they, they really are pushing with new ideas and definitely bringing a lot of games in the portable market which is important play some of these big games in the portable market but you need power and definitely a pro system will definitely give them uh the opportunity to have that power now moving on i I want to talk about arcade one up Arcade one up had a a pretty much a presentation uh in this case uh this at the show and definitely they had a lot of stuff a lot of reveals and now there's so many different places so many different places that are talking about it and, uh, and it's good you know, because they do have a market they have really cemented themselves with a product that it was very I would say when it came out it was known or considered as just a niche market but definitely they had cemented themselves to a point that a lot of people love their products and they also try new things and definitely they're very exciting things uh, they, the biggest announcement for a lot of people for the arcade uh, collectors is the NBA Jam Arcade Edition and um, this going to have online capacity you know capabilities which is super interesting this is going to be the first time they're going to do that you're going to go into some type of servers and you're going to be able to play with other players online up to four players so this is a new territory and uh and it's an interesting territory it's going to uh, include the nba jam nba jam tournament edition nba uh hang time so there are three games it's a uh, nice actually there are the photos that we have seen the visual we have seen is really a nice arcade really nice cabinet a four player cabinet now there's going to be some changes in the roster Of course some of those, you know, because of licenses With some of these uh, players uh, Which is kind of like a bummer But definitely this is something cool that they're doing We also saw that they have a Frogger uh, machine Which a lot of people are excited You you love Frogger, you have Frogger, Time Pilot Time Pilot 84, so it comes with three games Very nice arcade, really love The design, they also cho- showcase a Golden Axe, a lot of people are excited for that one It has the original Golden Axe You got a Golden Axe, The Revenge of Dead. Adder, which is one that is very rare to find nowadays. So definitely that's a new thing there. You have Alter Beast. You got Shinobi. You got Wrestle War. So definitely it's a nice package of like five games into really a really nice cabinet. Uh, they also showcase Burger Time. It's going to come with Burger Time, Karate Champ, Caveman Ninja, I think Bad Dudes. But that definitely um, uh, it is a redesign because actually it was designed originally to be Karate Champ last year. Uh, but now it's going to have the art. It's going to be for Burger Time. Uh, so it's cool i really like the way it was designed they also showcase a new pac-man uh, machine with comes uh, and this is a new a new version that has different games it has pac-man uh, pac-man plus you got pac and pal you got super pac-man pac-land pac-mania and also comes with Ga- galaga which is kind of strange in the bunch uh, but cool you know it's another game in, in this thing a lot of people are saying that in X 2 actually they should have just made a simple galaga system or arcade just for galaga games but that's what they wanted to do and that's it now they also showcase a golden tee with silver strike bowling uh some people are not happy about that because we already had a golden tee now there's a revised version that has the classic 98 99 2k and it comes with silver strike bowling uh which is something that a lot of people are not really happy with uh, arcade one up because it is constantly 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 re-releasing things and sometimes better versions of what they have done in the past. We have to see it from the perspective they are a business and their job is to produce money. And there's so much they can do, they have to keep up producing and producing things. But also that the value, some of the, the the value, the value some of the stuff they have done in the past that have been sold with the idea of a collectible market. And definitely I think that's something that they really have to be very careful so they don't hurt themselves in the process or at least their, their name or what people are expecting from them. Because of course you bring something out today and then down the road you, you have another thing that is better than this or has some something else that is makes it better, at least uh, from a viewpoint, then what is the point of buying the first time? So definitely I think they need to rethink their strategy to be careful not to really hurt many people's feelings and consumers and definitely uh, uh, hurt the bottom line because a lot of these people are investing into this and seeing it as a collectible item. So I think it's something they have to be careful. But they, they also showcase as Star Wars sit-down version. They have the same Star Wars cabinet they have before, but this one has a bench that is actually retractable. You can pull the bench. They're saying they're going to sell at some point actually the bench for those that want to add that bench uh, to their uh, Star Wars cabinet. If you don't want to have it standing up, you don't want to have just the the riser, you can do that, Uh, which is interesting. I, I like the idea. It's another thing they're trying, but that was not the only thing they showcased. They also had the digital pinball, and they are doing this in partnership with Send Pinball. Uh, if you know Sam pinball they have done a lot of uh, I would say downloadable games for since the PlayStation 3 Xbox 360 Xbox one PlayStation 4 so you can play this pinball which are phenomenal ways to play pinball on the on the console so now they're going to have a physical the form of a, I would say a pinball that's going to be three quarters the size of their original pinball and definitely they look phenomenal they showcase uh, one that is attacked from March and they also have one for Star Wars now each one is going to have 10 games each it's going to have some type of wi-fi uh capacity capability but we're not sure how it's not like you you know i don't know if it's going to be leaderboards or you're going to be able to update they haven't really specified how it's going to work i think it's more about the leaderboards. so of course you cannot play pinball with somebody online technically you could but um you know you can do that and um but also i think to do updates and stuff to the hardware perhaps you're going to be able maybe to buy other extra games into this in this little uh, pinball machines we don't know yet but definitely that was very cool a lot of people are excited it is digital but the way they design it even though you're looking at a screen it's not really a flat screen it does have a i would say uh, some depth between the glass and the uh, in this case of the the screen so when you're looking down when you're looking at it you actually it feels like you're actually looking at a pinball so that this is a very cool like concept a very cool idea there's no price point yet but we know that it's gonna come uh, probably not that cheap but definitely it's going to be there and a lot of people are really excited for it but definitely arcade one up was not only showcasing that stuff they also have you know the wall cates. they have newer versions of previous release arcades where you know light up features with the light up marquees you know we could in this case the new joysticks things like that um, but also they also showcase a lot of stuff that they're doing I would say for people that maybe 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 cannot afford to have the big arcades at home. Maybe they don't have the space, maybe they don't have the funds. They have micro consoles between 30 to $50. Uh, They have little things that look like the little TVs with the little controllers, like the Intellivision, ColecoVision, the Atari, things like that that looks very cool. They're more like collectible items, very small. I don't know who can play those. I think they're gonna be plug and play. It's just cool, but it's kind of cool the console they're trying to come up with. They also have plug and play controllers, you know, things that we have seen in the past, other, companies are producing but now this is going to come uh from arcade one up you also have two giant joysticks which is kind of strange uh, one it was for atari looks like an atari joystick which is very cool looking and a pac-man one and those are according to this is going to be around a hundred dollars which is not really expensive and they still you know waiting for final approval but definitely it's a concept more like a party type of thing not necessarily something that you're going to be stuck playing because you have to be standing up playing with it which is kind of cool it's just it's just i would say more like for decoration purposes and it's just a niche thing but also they they showcases the new counter case which are something they have done in the past those are the little i would say bar stool arcades uh or the bar you know in this case the the bar tops um and um they were kind of expensive you know and then i don't think they were doing so great so they decided to redesign the whole thing it does have the same size screen they have with the previous one but they shrink the arcade so now it looks better the cabinet is smaller but it, it feels that it fits better and it's the, also the price has been lower now it's going to be a hundred dollars which in my opinion is a much better price for that type of product. So uh, and what you've seen is that some of the ones that they already had in the past like Pac-Man. So definitely look cool. I think it's a redesign that makes sense and definitely the price makes makes sense. Uh, and of course they they have some of the uh, any other things and definitely I I feel the RK one up does have a great lineup. Uh, however like I was mentioning earlier, I feel that they have to be very careful and I got to be honest with you, very careful not to rub the wrong feathers, you know, uh, rub the feathers the wrong way. Because I feel that a lot of people are f- feeling burnout. Uh, they have this feeling because of the way the arcade went up. I should not be coming about certain things. For example, they released some special arcades, for example, they did with the marble cabinet. Uh, a lot of people purchased those marble cabinets and they you know like when they were they pre-order the cabinets the special edition ones and then all of a sudden walmart was selling and or i think walmart was selling and some other people were selling it and uh people were having it sooner and then the people that actually paid money for the exclusive ones and that's sad and then you have other versions like hsn or qbc things like that that they come with extra things you know and we have seen the same thing where they were doing like different versions of Mortal Kombat. So people feel burnout, feel like you are putting your money into something that you think is going to be special, and all of a sudden, something better comes along, and it's somewhere else that gives you a better deal almost for the same price, or sometimes even cheaper. So definitely I feel that RK10 has to be very careful not to burn the consumers at that point, that you have to listen to the feedback. And also, you know, I know, you know, we have to understand this, and that's something that our collectors need to understand and gamers need to understand and collectors of this arcades is that nothing is meant forever. You know, just because a machine is sold one way doesn't mean that it's going to be like that. You know, people are going to continue buying these products. These are licensed products, and other companies are going to come and they're going to produce something better at some point. So so there has to be a, a give or take a, 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 a between both parties where there is but also between the consumers. Consumers have to understand that this is just the way the game is, and these companies have to make money by selling more stuff. And companies have to understand that also they have to be very careful not to offend or to really... Um, make the investment that these collectors are making less valuable. Now, I would like to talk about something that really caught my eye, and I definitely am interested on, uh, as a person that creates content and videos, and you know, podcasts, and and, uh, I'm very involved into a lot of stuff, live streaming and stuff uh, in my channel. Definitely, I love anything that has to do with technology and how to improve that technology. And one of the companies that I really love, a lot you know i love because of the content the product the products that they they produce for people like me for content creators uh for people that live stream and all it is elgato elgato is a company that has done a lot of great things for example this right here this is a um a gaming uh, card, uh, recording card, uh, HD 60s, and uh, this is a very e- functional product. If you are a a person that like to like many things that you want to record your gameplay and you want it to do in a much better way than you do directly from your console. If you're doing it from the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox uh, One, you can use this, and this you can pretty much record anything with it. And I love this. It is so functional when I'm making videos and I'm recording my uh, my gameplay and things. things like that for reviews so i love elgato and elgato has produced many things i have products from elgato like green screen screens and things like that but they have produced so many products now in their presentation this year they they showcases the the 4k 60s Plus, which is the most powerful, perhaps not the most powerful game card, but one that is a game changer because of the functionality and because of the the design and because what it was bringing to the table. It's an external portable 4K HDR 60 frames per second lag-free pass-through encoder with an XD slot. Uh, The price is going to be $400 which is not cheap, but this is one that you can carry. Now, this is iPortable. I can take it anywhere I want, but still I need to connect this to my, uh, in this case to any uh, laptop or computer so I can record from my, uh, in this case, game console. Now, with that one, you don't have to. You can just plug it in and record it, and it has a slot where you can actually put an SD card and you can record your gameplay on the go. And you can. this one can go up to 1080p the pro version of this is one that you have to install directly into your computer tower. And uh, that one you can do 4K. But now this one is portable just like this. You Just plug it in. There's a press button. You record, but, you know, record button. You press it. And there's slot You can save it directly to that so you don't have to connect that. You can also connect it to your uh, computer to do it live streaming. But if you want to record stuff on the go, whether it's in competition, whether you're in a hotel, whether you go places and you want to record that, this is going to be the Definitely a game changer in the industry. It definitely is a good a good thing. That definitely I feel that it it deserves the credit. And you're gonna do it 60 frames per second at the max capacity, portable. So definitely it's good. It does it's not reliant on in this case on your computer and the capacity of your in this case your video card and your computer to record. It is everything included secondly a small computer that is doing it for you on the go, which is light. Also, they showcase the key light air which is a cheaper version of the key light, which is uh, it's a $200 light that is actually you can, it's mountable to your desk and a lot of people use and they love and they're fantastic. Now, this is a cheaper version. It's a lighter version that comes with some improvements over the, I would say, the, the big brother. It comes with a fully adjustable weighted base. So actually it's like a lamp. You can sit it in, um, pretty much instead of just adjusting it or mounting it to the table or to your desk uh it does also has less lumens and so it's a bit a little less powerful it's not as bright it's half bright in comparison to the original to the first one to the big brother but still it's very powerful you know it doesn't have as much energy and that's the reason why they were able to kind of reduce the cost because of that that's how they they brought the price down but it's still it is mountable it's adjustable and the height is smaller in the footprint uh so it's cool so definitely i feel that there's something that is important. You can uh, The good thing about those lights is that you can control with your stream deck, you can control with your computer. So when you're streaming, you can do all sort of things and you can control the light so you don't have to do it manually. If you have a one-person show like I do here, so there's a lot of things that can go wrong while you're streaming or you're uh, recording video. So it's it's good that you have those tools in your hands. So definitely, that's another one uh, that I feel that Elgato was showcasing that I'm really interested in. Now, of course, we have also they also showcase uh, a new uh, in this case a new keyboard with Corsair, the Corsair K K9 XT keyboard uh, that does have uh, a Stream Deck mini buttons for in this case Stream Deck functionality. And um, so, in other words, you buy this, uh, you don't have to have the Stream Deck. The Stream Deck is the little box where you you can have different buttons and so you can control lights, so you can do all sort of things with it. But now you can do it with your keyboard. Now I still believe that the stream deck is very important and very good. Uh, I don't have one, I'm going to purchase one because I've been looking at one for quite some time. When well, you can do a lot of live stream stuff and you can control of it, uh, the push of a button. Now you can have it on your keyboard. Uh, it's good but it's a bit more limited in the sense of things that you can do still. That you can do with a stream deck but i do believe that it's another option also if you are limited in space and you don't have a lot of things or you're limited in your budget and you can that you can do everything from your and you know in this case from this specialty or this keyboard which is nice although you can do all those things without him with any of these products but definitely it really gives you peace of mind and make things a lot easier when you're producing content and that's in the end, that's what's important, It's how to simplify the process of content creation. Now, they also showcase something, and this is more like a a quick um, reveal, more than just a specs full presentation, it was more like a sneak peek, and they talk about the Project Wave, which is actually a USB microphone uh, with built-in Go XLR functionality, so it's a mixer and audio interface uh, for streamers pretty much on the Go. So, this is something new, of course, you know, Elgato's been producing so many contents from lives from the 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 green screen from the you know from what you do to record things the cards uh, the the stream deck all kind of things but they haven't really got into the room of microphones. Now, USB microphones can be very difficult sometimes to to operate. Like this one right here is a USB microphone. I love this microphone. The Samsung is a great microphone in comparison to any other in the market. However, any of these USB microphones, because they are, you plug into your computer, definitely they're very finicky. And sometimes they do crazy things. Like there are times where I'm recording this podcast and it's not recording Or it's doing all kind of weird things And I have to re-record everything Which is a pain after you doing a podcast So uh, definitely this microphone gives you the ability Now that it works in pretty much in connection With all the stuff that Elgato is producing Which makes it a lot easier uh, And definitely to operate things uh, Pretty much at the push of a button So we don't know much yet In regards to what they want to do It's a really crowded market But one thing I do appreciate Is one, the technology works together sometimes trying to connect this to another thing to another thing to another thing can be a pain in the butt Let, let's say as a streamer sometimes that's a reason why you don't see my face because to me to connect everything i have to have my 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 playstation my computer i have to have my camera i have to have a microphone there's so many different things lines green everything is so connected and trying to control all that i have to have a, a particular computer just to operate While the other computer is recording So there's so many different steps And having everything pretty much working together Makes things a lot easier So definitely it's good that Elgato is trying Really to cater to that streaming community More than anything else And definitely I feel that that's I think the approach And I I, I really, I would say applaud Elgato For really trying to really Find those spots of those needs And really kind of, you know Bring that product that actually consumers want Well, now to finalize this podcast, um, I want to say this. Definitely, CES is always an interesting time of the year because the technology that is showcased is new, is fresh. There's a lot of things that are not going to see the light of day, but there's a lot of things that are uh, definitely there, and they're really showcasing a need. And there are things that sometimes we think about, and uh, we don't know how to say, well, I need this or I need that. And you know, in this case, these companies bring some of these products and say, well, this is what I need in order to get this stuff done, to get the job done. So I I do believe that there's a lot of pluses here uh, in the information, of course, uh, particularly in this case for uh, gamers, for content creators, uh, for people that are really savvy techs, you know, and I feel that With this new consoles are coming, definitely it's interesting to see how the uh, technology is going to evolve. But to remember that the technology in the end is just there for a purpose, which is entertainment. And uh, it's not about just buying the newest thing or whatever it comes out. It's just finding what you like and loving what you love and uh, really spending the time and the quality time with that. If you don't think it's necessary for you to be on 4K, then it's not necessary to get any of the newer consoles. You can stick with what you have with the PlayStation 4, which is fine, or the Xbox One. It's fine. You don't have to go to the high fidelity anything because the games are going to be the same. And and the end, the experience is the same. And when you're live streaming, if you are like to live stream, you it's not going to look like 4k it's gonna still look like 1080p so in the end it's just a matter of experience and there's a lot of 1080p televisions that look phenomenal some games that look great on 1080p even better than 4k yeah 4k looks great but it's more about experience but in the gameplay part you know your eyes don't see sometimes a difference but that's just my opinion what is yours let me know in the comments below thank you for uh, watching the video of the podcast if you're doing it in youtube thank you for listening if you're doing it through the different platforms thank you for your support i I would invite you to consider supporting for to this channel and to the podcast. Um, you do that by watching the videos, by linking to the, you know, by, by pressing the links, uh, the Amazon links or whatever, following those links and, you know, choosing, purchasing through these different websites and, you know, different things. It really helps me out. It really uh, helps this channel out, but also consider supporting me via Patreon or GoFundMe. The links are down below, uh, any help is uh really welcome. So my friends, God bless, take care and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.